0: up everybody it's your draft queens Kate and Michelle
1: and we're back on the mic with a special episode of drafts on drafts our weekly chat over a beer about something sports and culture related aka Kate and I's favorite time of the week
0: so usually Michelle we use this time on our Wednesdays to talk about let's let's say traditional sports topics right more traditional your NFL your NBA your PGA your, your NHL te- your t-
1: your team mascots you yeah. know just just good old fashioned sports things
0: now when you slap one little letter in front of sports <laughs> and and you make it esports Shit gets very, very confusing. So today, today, we will try to debunk what the hell esports are and why is it that we care. Um, As two uh, older people, as it it relates to the gaming community, I feel like we've done a fair amount to catch up on what esports are and why we should care about them. So I'm excited to talk about this with you today.
1: All right, so before we get into it, what beer are you drinking? We always need to alert the fans uh, and pay tribute mm. to our, our favorite beers here. So, what do you've got? What have, what have you got on tap today? Okay,
0: so on tap today, I, uh, I went with a local brew. Went over to Three's Brewing, which is a stone's throw from my apartment, probably a twenty-minute walk or so, uh, and I picked up a four-pack of Chronic Myopia, which is a uh, that sounds that sounds scary. Uh, it's, it's got little like green, it's a green can with like little eyeballs on it and it looks okay. like it's very now next, now Medusa-ish. Ish. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's a, and it's a really, really good beer and easy to drink and, and whatever. Right. So that's what I'm having. How about you?
1: Uh, I am dabbling in an Upward Brewing Base Camp Lager, uh, which is a local brewery up here in the Catskills. Um, and it's quite lovely. We're, we're definitely heading into the spring season of drinking. Well, Cheers to you and cheers to eSports, which is
0: uh, really okay let's start in just to set the stage for what it is that we know or like about eSports
1: aka what we don't know because AKA as I mentioned as I mentioned on the huddle, the way that this came together was Kate literally writing a note down that said, can someone explain esports? And I haven't stopped thinking about that since you wrote it down when we started brainstorming (laughs) about drafts on drafts, because I was like, that's a great question. Where did this come from? How did this, I used to sit in my room and play sports video games, but how did it get here and what is going on in the world around it?
0: Yeah. And so, okay. So from the very base level, it's probably important to define what esports is which is just quite simply organized competitive gaming and so it can be <coughs> it, it's it's most multiplayer games yep. like Fortnite is a great example uh, which actually I really enjoy but I have my own personal but we'll get into it Fortnite <laughs> League of Legends is a great one Counter-Strike Call of Duty uh overwatch even like your sports games like like madden nfl madden um yep. or your 2ks your like any of those sports games so i have to ask knowing what the definition of esports is do you play esports and if so what is your favorite game to play
1: um I don't really dabble anymore to be honest. I I my video gaming days are behind me. However, growing up, I definitely had like all the different systems. Like I had Nintendo, I had Nintendo 64, I had PlayStation, I had a uh, Sega Genesis. I had all that shit and played all of it. I'm trying to think of like some of my I I mean I've always been an NF uh, a Madden fan. I've always played Madden, no matter which platform it's on, different year. Like so I've always been into Madden. Um I think one of my favorites that's like tangentially um a sport video game would be Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, really fuck liked yeah. that. Oh yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's I a really like some Tony Hawk was was really fun. Um and then also loved um NBA Jam. Like, the old school one. NBA Jam. NBA Jam's still, like, an awesome one that, like, if you go to, like, a local arcade, you could still play NBA Jam.
0: Yeah, so you're, like, you're taking it back to the the originals. I love yeah, that.
1: Yeah, the, all the originals. Because, honestly, I feel like when we were kids, like, now it's, like, Madden 47, like, whatever it is. But, like, when we were kids... We, maybe we missed, like, the first iterations of it, but we were pretty early on in oh, yeah. a lot of these video games.
0: Yeah, we've been around for, like... Because I was going to say, if if you were to ask Actually, me we same-
1: probably yeah we were the first generation like our no, we parents were. had video games but they had like centipede and like like stuff <laughs> yeah, like, like like our pong. generation yeah and pong our generation really was like the first ones that started to have the things like nfl madden league of legend like we we are the ones that started it started to go in that direction when we were kids
0: yeah exactly so that's
1: that's why i'm so familiar with it and when you wrote it down as the question i was like Why don't I know more about this, considering it's like a huge part of my childhood? It's weird.
0: Well, it's just evolved a lot, right? Because I'm the same as you. Uh, I grew up, I played a lot of first-person shooters as a kid. So my favorites out of this type of list, um, obviously like a Call of Duty type, and uh, I don't know, any of those multiplayer James Bond games. I loved those. Like, that's my shit. Um, On the other side of the coin, though, See, this is where I'm excited to talk more with you because some of my favorite games that also somehow qualify as esports, which I'm trying to figure out, um, there's obviously there's like the um, League of Legends, for example, or yeah. Smash Brothers, like those types of games. League of Legends from Riot Games won best game of or best esports game this year, yep. which is yep. super dope. So there's definitely that subset of esports. And then... For me, like some of my favorite nerdy games are like multiplayer card games like Hearthstone and like it's so much I know, it's so much fun. You're giving me a look like I have ten heads, but I really Nerd games. Yeah, nerd games. I mean I play them, (laughs) I love them, but I've never really like leaned into what esports actually are and why they matter and how they've changed Michelle since we have been kids. Because the thing is, a lot of these games were cool when we were growing up but now they're just on a different level like sporting and having coaches and players who are monetized. That to me is like very new.
1: Well, and having viewers like, so that's the thing about esports That's like super interesting to me. Like I can understand the whole like definition of it. Like you said, like it's organized, it's competitive. People are like, I mean, most games are competitive by nature. Like that's why it's a game. So that, that part makes sense to me. What's bonkers to me is that people literally, like droves of people by the millions all over the world, actually now go to events and stream online and watch other people compete. The same way you and I would turn on a baseball game, like with real humans and watch it, people are now tuning in and watching people compete in the video game space, which is bonkers to me like that to me is like the huge thing that's so different about esports like when we would play video games it was just like our friends in a room like that's what it was nobody was nobody wanted to watch us play but that's like how did it get to that point where now all of a sudden like millions of people want to watch someone else play a video game
0: yeah it's like not just like Three hundred and eighty million people worldwide. Like that That's insane. I, I gotta know. And it's also even more global in some ways than some of the more mainstream sure. sports that you can think of, right? Like the biggest markets for esports for viewers and enthusiasts are North America where we're at, but also in China and South Korea. Yep. Um yep. so the spread is happening and the obviously like the viewership is there. So
1: a lot of people care about this. It's It's crazy. crazy. It's so that that to me, I think, was the most mind blowing thing about eSports. It's not it's not the fact that it exists. It's not the fact that people want to compete against each other on like a larger like scale than just like playing at home in your bedroom. I get that part of it. But these numbers and these facts about people tuning in. To watch that as an event, that was the part that was like a mind fuck for me. I was like, "What?" Yeah,
0: yeah. And I now that we're talking about it, like I I know that it looks different today than it did when we were growing up. But there's this great. Um, I watched this documentary called Game Over on oh. Netflix, I think, or HBO. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's a multi part series, docu style, that just it follows the trajectory of video gaming. And it's okay. a good way. We can't cover it all, obviously, in like 20 minutes on a Draft Queens episode. Um, but it's it's really cool to just see uh, the evolution of what esports started as. Because mm. even early days, like we were joking about our parents playing Pong and Centipede. But like people were... <laughs> technically, and, and we'll talk a little bit about some of the number one esports players and who these personas are, but early, early days, I mean, people have been building esports and gaming on a competitive mm. level um, yeah. for decades, for decades. It's just now in this moment where it's really like hitting uh, hitting its stride, really like hitting a an inflection point. And um, you see it with like League of Legends World Championships, for example. Yeah. You see it in all these I'm seeing all this, yeah. Overwatch,
1: Overwatch League yeah. Grand Finals. That was literally held at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. There you go. Like that's, cra- but they, that, that's crazy. Like it, it, and and they they fundamentally follow all the same sort of, um, you know templates so to speak as a regular sporting event would, right? Like there's fans, there's the, 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 the there's the competitors, yeah. there's there's commentators. they like it 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 fundamentally is run in a very similar way that our sort of standard sports would be run, but it's all it's all video game based. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a billion billion dollar industry and it's only going to keep growing.
0: I know. That is that is so so true. I mean, do you think this is a gap in my knowledge, but do you think you can bet on esports? Can you do that I, on a
1: sports book now? My my guess is yes. I haven't seen it, but I guarantee somewhere, somehow, there's a way you can bet on yeah. esports. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I would I would say like I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure. Have I done it or seen it myself? No, but something tells me just the number, the sheer numbers that we're talking about about people that are already engaged Mm -hmm. with esports and like tuning in for it like there has to be somewhere somebody could put money down and 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 bet on it
0: yeah i mean i there i think that you're exactly right because if we're looking at the numbers and the monetary value of this area of sporting um some of the biggest we've looked up some of the biggest gamers in the world now i can't possibly tell you anything about these people technically no. the number one esports player in the world is someone named johan sunstein who goes by no tail uh and makes 7.2 million dollars a year is, is or, or to date? i don't know i don't know but all these folks I, like make
1: so much either fun, way it doesn't matter if that's to date or in a year that's still yeah. insanity for playing a video game
0: i mean that is Almost as much as Scotty Scheffler, who is the highest grossing <laughs> golfer this year. He is capped out right now after the Masters at ten mil. This is like three million shy of that, and way than well, I mean, any other PGA player. That's a that's a bougie ass sport that's rolling in cash. I know.
1: I mean, you just got to think about it. Like the the reason uh, that the market is so lucrative is is not just for the people that are are playing it you know the video game producers are are making tons of money here I would imagine that people I would imagine that the the sales of these games is is probably growing because everybody wants to now be a professional
0: esports player so in order
1: for you to do that you have to practice the same way you would practice any other thing but like by practicing it means you have to Go buy the game. Go buy the system. Make sure you have all the newest technology, right? Like when, you know, when PlayStation upgrades and then therefore the games upgrade, like you have to go out and buy that because like you got to be, you know, up on the latest. So it's like, plus, I mean, if you've ever seen, which which I have seen, and I think this is another probably part of the industry that's very interesting and very lucrative is, is, is people setting up their like e-studio gaming places like at home. Like there's like freaking these crazy headsets you have and big screens and really comfy like gaming chairs like there's all this other stuff like on the peripheral of just the game itself that like that's why the market's just huge there's so much opportunity for people to make money on this you know and then when you say something like that, why, why is the number one person making seven, seven million dollars? Well, cause mm-hmm, there's so mm-hmm. much, there's billions of dollars being pumped into this right now.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I do also look forward to a day. I think, I think, because have you ever read the book ready player one?
1: Obviously both have read book both and books movie. and seen the movie. Yes. Okay.
0: Because this book is based on like this dystopian idea that a million, or a couple thousand years into the future, that Mm -hmm. this one kid is like living in a, uh, he's living in like a community where everybody has their own small house or their own little small, like I think they live in like cargo containers, doesn't matter. In any case, you have your gaming set up at home, like a VR Mm -hmm. system, and you're living in this world that is like half real and half fake. And I do, I mean, I am curious, Having seen the development across esports, how lucrative it is, and how well that it meshes with other sports, you know? Like yeah, yeah. With NBA 2K, with, you know, um, Madden, with any of those, like, annual huge video game releases, at the same time, I mean, I think we... I had seen, like, some NBA players at esporting events, and I feel mm-hmm. like that crossover could start to happen like sooner than we know
1: you know I know that we we're gonna have to maybe go and check one of these things out I feel like I'm like I just feel like the whole thing is It's so, I think that, like I've said this already, but the reason it's so mind-blowing to me is because when we grew up, we played all these games, but nobody cared to like watch them. So the fact that this has become what it is and the viewership is at the size that it's at and these events and the prize money and trophies and And brands and
0: publicity. (sighs) I mean, brands alone spent $700 million on eSports last year. Wow. $700 million.
1: It's just, we're going to have to go and check one of these out. I also, speaking of numbers, because all this stuff is crazy, I read, you mentioned already that League of Legends um, is like the number one most popular, you know, eSports discipline or game, right? Um, I also read, which makes sense, during the lockdown, um, their numbers increased by 21%. And there was 580 million hours watched that year. What the fuck? Right, like, it just, like, I'm just, this is why the, this is why from the moment you wrote this question down, can someone explain esports? It's the best way to verbalize it, because I understand what it is, like, it's very obvious, but, like, can you explain this to me? Like, how did we get here? Like, how did we get from... In the 80s and 90s, sitting in your home and playing these games as like a fun little at-home tradition with your family or your friends to fast-forwarding to, you know, 2020 and somewhere, somehow, 580 million hours of esports is being watched. Like, that's that's cr- that's crazy. That's crazy.
0: I wish that, I really do wish that these episodes were longer and at some point maybe we'll bring a guest on to talk. I think we about. have to. I
1: think we have to have an esports part two. Yeah. One, we need a guest. So if anyone out there is an expert or knows an expert or has a <laughs> please. suggestion, please let us know because I feel like there's more like historical stuff that I would like. We're talking about our. Our uh, experience you know in the video game space and and to where it is now but I I need someone to unpack the middle for me and like how this started to like take off so if anyone knows anyone tell us we're also gonna do our research and Kate I think we need to like go to one of these events
0: I think we have to go to one of these events and truly we are scratching the surface so if you want to as we figure out what esports is as we go to one of these events, Michelle, as we bring some, well, we got to find someone who knows a thing or two about esports that isn't just obviously like we did our research, but this is the extent of our knowledge.
1: Yeah. I need an, I need an expert. The most, the most uh, esports that I get is going to an arcade. <laughs> I mean, there's
0: even more that we don't know though. Like I'm looking at, yeah. so I, I actually, I watched the game awards this year, which is basically like the Oscars or the Tonys mm. for gaming, which is pretty cool. It, like, okay. helped me learn a little bit. And there's even more to know. Like, there's best esports teams. There's best esports mm. coaches. There's best esports events, like League of Legends, which you touched on. But there's, like, the PGA, PGL Major in Stockholm. The Mobile Global, Global Championship. There's, like, there's just so much more nuance than this top-level overview we can give. So Ooh. we'll have to, we'll we'll dig our heels in at some point.
1: Yeah, let's do a part two and get an expert on to talk to us a little bit more about this because I'm just, I'm mind blown by this whole thing, truly.
0: All right, well, beep, boop, bop, good job to us. Done also
1: every, everyone now go watch Ready Player 1 because that's yes. another thing that'll blow your mind. Great grateful great great flip, film. Great,
0: great little flick, great little film. Definitely, yes, it is a fantastic and read the book. But anyway, if you walk away with anything, <sighs> definitely go check that out because it's a hoot. Um Michelle, before we sign off for this week's episode of Drafts on Drafts because I have reached the end of my chronic myopia beer. Um man, anything else? I'm going to go We're
1: going to go f- I'm going to go fire up my Super Nintendo and see what kind of games I got on there to play.
0: Honestly, if I may leave anyone with a recommendation for something to download, if you're like, fuck, I want to go play video games now, Elden Ring. That's my number one at this very moment. Yeah, check out Elden Ring on any device except Nintendo Switch, sadly, but maybe soon
1: need nintendo switch too oh boy this turned into an expensive episode yeah well
0: go beam it up michelle and good luck to your wallet <laughs>